0: all right welcome everyone welcome 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 this is episode number hold on let me check my palm pilot episode number 46 of the full set uh my name is Didi Delgado I'm your host ex with the most ex and I'm actually i um, in a really good fucking mood because I'm talking with my esteemed colleague none other than the amazing Nayira Sharif. Nayura, welcome to the full set how you doing mama? Hey what's up what up yo?
1: What? What's up? Yo, yo, you
0: was a 90s baby. I could already tell. (laughs) Um, So I'd like to read y'all Nayara's bio, but we're going to get way deeper than that because we already done had a discussion about the bios and how evil they are. So Um, Nayara Sharif is a grassroots organizer with 10 years of experience from Flint, Michigan. Nayara was one of the co-founders of the Flint Democracy Defense League which is a grassroots group formed to confront Flint's emergency manager in 2011. Nayira has nearly 10 years experience organizing around local, state, and national electoral and issue campaigns. She's been featured on Democracy Now!, Moved to Amend podcast, Al Jazeera, and Netroots Nation, speaking out about the problems with Flint's water and with Michigan's emergency management of local governments. She is currently the director of Flint Rising, a coalition of Flint residents and community groups, labor, and progressive allies that formed in response to Flint's emergency declaration. Everybody, welcome with me, Naira Sharif. Naira! Hey. The crowd is going wild right now, right?
1: Like, you, know. And you know what? That vial, that like, I had, like, gender neutralized my bio, <laughs> which is basically the same, but it's just day. But, uh. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. But but to me, like, I'll take all the pronouns. You'll take all the pronouns?
0: We're going to talk about gender. I didn't know we was going to talk about gender, but we can talk about gender. Yeah,
1: I'll take them all, yeah. you take them all, okay.
0: (laughs) So, welcome, welcome. Hey, what's up? I've been trying to get you on my show for, like, a a long time. I act like I've been doing the show for a long time. But being this is episode, it's supposed to be a one-week, once-a-week episode, being that it is episode number 46 you would think that I've been doing this for close to a year and it's only been a month and a half so I'm so glad that I could slide you and I was like and you were being flexible too I was like let me get you in on this date nah like it can't be that date this person's coming like let me get you in on this date you know so thank you so much for being flexible and not being um a jerk about it
1: yes okay you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's your sign Talk about yes yeah, okay um, uh, I'm a cancer. That's why you, you're a cancer. My best friend is a cancer. It's hot as fuck in this girl house. All right. My, look, let me, let me wipe my... You got a box fan or something romper. up there? Just, <laughs> Lord, it's a fire. Like, I don't even know how hot it is in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, so I want to talk to you about all the things. We're going to get into all the things. But first, I want to ask you, how are you doing right now? Um
1: i would say just okay you know because like i've been fighting it seems like forever in the day to make sure that people have clean water Mm -hmm. and that's especially pertinent right now because people need clean water to wash their hands to prevent the spread of the coronavirus and it is like you would think it would be extra easy that people would prioritize that folks will have running water out of their homes and it's been really difficult like more difficult than you could even imagine to make sure that you know like we're finally able to get at the state level like for the pandemic and and it's actually like expiring next week on juneteenth oh wow that that particular executive order and you know, trying to make sure that it's happening, you know, at the federal level as well, because even though you have, um, you know, about, you know, like 15 or so states that have, um, you know, have the have these uh, no water shut off mandates um, through executive order, like there's only been three that is mandating reconnection. So if people didn't already have running water, like they're not right. getting reconnected.
0: So the executive order specifically said what?
1: That um, that people could not get their water shut off um, due to non-payment. And then there was a pathway to reconnect people to, to, to their water systems, their municipal water systems for free without cost um, to the resident. Um, But we're still trying, we're still fighting to get amnesty and getting like the outstanding debt forgiven. Right. And um, if there were actual plumbing issues, which does happen when you don't have running water for a long period of time, like your interior plumbing gets compromised, you know, making sure that they do have actual water because like that water can stagnate. And they, they could end up with like lead or Legionella or any other, um, host of bacterial issues because like they're using stagnant water and giving, making sure that they, you know, like you, you drain your hot water heater, like all the stuff that people don't really think about. Right. Um, <laughs> Cause by the way, as a tip, if you don't take nothing else, even if you go on vacation for a week, like you should be flushing your pipes before you, um use it because that water that stagnant water is breeding bacteria
0: right okay <laughs> look i'm <at my>, like um
1: <laughs> so it you seems like it like three to five minutes like the faucet
0: like you let faucet it run out. and flush mm-hmm. the toilets yeah you don't see. like
1: don't like immediately like when you come home like turn on the water and then drink that water because that water is gross. okay the water can make you sick
0: um what i wanted to ask you is because the question was about you per se and you jump immediately into the work and so we're going to redirect because i know it's difficult you i that's how i know you a real community organizer right the question i'm asking you is with all of that going on like with it seeming to never stop we in the midst of a pandemic we in the midst of several uprisings Mm -hmm. i have yet to even ask you what the fuck michigan is going through right now you know um, how are you doing? Like, how are you holding up? How are you not managing? How are you, are you, managing? Like,
1: man, it's been like, you know, for many ways, it's been like a hot mess because, you know, I would say like, far as like work, um, just personal, you know, like I live alone. Right. Okay. And, um, and then it's just like, you know, like if I, and I'm immunosuppressed, so um, I'm immunosuppressed. I have asthma. Okay. Um, so I am really like in that top tier of getting neurona. So <laughs> I would say like, I had a lot of anxiety. Right, um, right. Like, you know, I had, I've had about 30 people that I personally know who have passed from COVID-19 mm-hmm. and additional about 25 people who had it. And I got off of social media because I was like, I can't, I can't keep on getting on Facebook and seeing like these Facebook memorials, you know, the folks who passed like within hours. And, you know, just like other black communities, you know, it's been hitting black communities at a higher rate. And, um, I would just say like that. Like the work shit's been kind of fucked up because, like, we, you know, like we're a base building, like, we do, we do ad- organizing, old school organizing where we're not doing a digital shit. Right, right, <laughs> so we're right, right. doing shit face to face. And then it's like, oh, guess what? Like, now you can't be around people. And like, now you got to learn all this new stuff that you really did not know at all. And, <laughs> right, right. and then it's like, you know, and making sure that they okay, making sure, like, your people okay. Um, like, I basically, like, the first week, like, I did the um, I did the grocery delivery. And then I'm like, I can't do, like, I don't know how long and not see a human being. Right. Like, even right. in my building, like, I live in an apartment. And there's, like, nobody in my building. Like, I, I could be here and have, like, no contact, no human contact at all you know?
0: (laughs) So I've been, I'm me and like, Where are all the people that lived in your building?
1: So we have like, I live in this old as apartment building, a complex where it's, it's like four units in the building. And I'm the only person in the, in the unit, like in only, only one unit in this particular building is occupied. I mean, there's other, there's other people that's living in, you know, but not in my, not in my building. You know, okay. so I'm just like, you don't hear, like, you don't, you know, you don't hear no kids crying. <laughs> like You don't hear nobody yelling at night. <laughs> like you hear nothing. Right. And I was like. Do you like, feel isolated? Yeah. I mean, like, even though like, you, you know, you have a Zoom, you know, my sister lives in the city and my nephew lives here my, in the area. My nephew lives here too. But it's like, you know, you're talking or you're doing, you know, like a. You know, like Zoom or something like that. Right. But it's But ain't it's no total. kickback.
0: <coughs> ain't no kickback.
1: No. Nah. No, nah, you're not laying up with nobody. <laughs> like you just like...
0: <laughs> I've been laying up with people. I don't <laughs> I've been selectively social distancing. <laughs> i just been breaking all the rules. <laughs> I'm like, you so... got the Rona? You was at a protest. Do you have a fever? <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> you got a cough.
1: Yeah. Then the other thing is that, you know, like I got all, the, I got all the respiratory issues. So I got the asthma, I got yeah, I have
2: allergies, conchitis. I got the finances.
1: Right. So then like, you know, like, so I decided I was going to go grocery shopping. So me and like one of my other friends, like we go grocery shopping together. And that's been like our social interaction because Michigan was like one of the strictest of uh, mm-hmm. stay-at-home orders. What kind of stay-at-home order did y'all have? <laughs> she was like nigga <laughs> <My God. laughs> no. oh let me tell you <laughs> so I mean I, I mean I, I'm not sure like what you know like the malls closed fitness thing you know like you can work out um could go to movies um you can go to the grocery store you can't like Michigan we got battle returns which is like
0: that's. yo hilarious. them five yeah. cents be adding up don't no, worry. It's ten. it's ten cents
1: it's ten cents in Michigan yes <laughs> so i was like you couldn't i do think the i need to come turn. back to help
0: y'all organize <laughs> <laughs> but then
1: um but then like they made it even stricter some stuff it was just like that's just straight white people shit because it was like um you could only choose one home so if you had a vacation home you couldn't go to that right um, okay. uh like, they were like <laughs> i know so in michigan like Michigan, a majority, like, it's shaped like a mitten, and then you have that, you know, <laughs> which is backwards on the, uh, on the thing. But, uh, you know, like, most of the people, like, live in this area, which is, like, southeast Michigan. Okay. But, um, you know, but most of the vacation homes are, like, up here and the you and then the upper peninsula. On, is, uh, like, the lakes,
0: like Lake Erie. Yeah, yeah. yeah because- I, nigga, I don't know with my geography. I don't even know if Lake Erie is in Michigan.
1: Lake Lake Erie is not in. It's like it's like a little sliver, but it's not like surrounded by Lake <laughs>
0: Michigan.
2: But, <laughs> I know the other lakes over here in this are out there,
0: area. so <laughs> Lake Michigan might be out there. Obviously. Yeah,
1: but then like they ended up making it even worse, so it was just like you know, like if you were at a home improvement store, like it was like shit you couldn't buy there, like you couldn't buy furniture. Like, I had bought two whole TVs because... Did you buy your like TVs from Craigslist? No, I didn't. I, I went to the damn store. Okay. I went to goddamn Walmart. And then they had a TV for $120. I was like, shit, y'all giving away TVs. Right. So, okay. <laughs> so so I bought two TVs, and then I couldn't buy no TVs. And then, you know, like, then they were like, uh, you couldn't do... You couldn't buy paint, which is just random because people... A lot of people who were sitting at home and like trying to do their home improvement projects. They like, well since like, all the damn time in the world, I'm gonna try to fix up my house. Right. And then like gardening. It was just like it was just they were making sourdough cool, starters. Stuff. Like, you know? Yeah. It was some stuff that was like a little bit suspect. And then like you had a bunch of like um you know like we have, you know, like Michigan's the home of the divorces, like Betsy Divorce um And they're a big conservative. Fa- I mean, they're a big family anyway, but you know, a lot of money. And so, like, they they basically funded like a lot of the demonstrations that were there were like a lot of white nationalists showed up. Uh, so, like, it, oh, it uh, was the, it was they people's. Okay, it was they people. It was just like you know the in the the first one that kind of sparked you know in other states was like Operation Gridlock where. They had about 5,000. White people like are not even, not even original.
0: They're not even original. They're using a yeah, Tupac they got movie. No, they got as no, a,
1: you know, like, <laughs> you know, I say this all the time. I'm like, you know, like, we got creativity. They just got the same old racist playbook, you know? Right. Like, it, it's not even a choose-your-own-adventure. It's basically, like, step one, step two, step three, you know? So so they, like, popped up and, like, blocked the hospital, and you know like you had about five thousand people who was there you know even though we had like these stay-at-home orders with social distancing in place and we had state police motherfuckers was like um taking pictures with them right also whole ass ar-15s that they took inside the Capitol, and they were up in the gallery where legislators were there and we can't like i'm like i've never had state police like taking pictures with me (laughs) All the demonstrations are organized there. Like, you can't even bring a yard sign. You can't bring. You can't even bring a sign or a bullhorn inside the Capitol. Yeah, you can nigga, bring a whole ass in, AR-15. In 2015,
0: I was at a protest. And my uncle is special ops. And I ran into him. And I was like, hi, Uncle Blank. Like, you know, that nigga did not even look at me. Like, I mean, I was like, so take a picture with me. Like, I feel like I'm a threat to his life.
1: <laughs> no, and... And just seeing like that should be juxtaposed now, where you are getting like demonstrators who not bring AR fifteen, like black black people and white people who are like and brown people and just like all the people who are Stop just trying like to be inclusive. fuck white supremacy. No, no. You know, no. like I mean they're they're popping up, and they're getting gassed, you know? Right. <laughs> like like you got the police gassing them. They're not posing to take well, some of them are posing taking pictures, but you know, like, none of those demonstrators at any of the... Then they had an Operation Haircut because some old-ass motherfucker um, wanted to, like... He he wanted to open up and... and he really uh, wanted to
0: dig into the work hair. of giving like, haircuts. He, he,
1: want, he wanted to be like, I'm I'm gonna cut hair regardless. He's like, I'm oppressed. I'm losing money. I'm losing money. And this is old dude. And, you know, there was this whole thing in Owasso, which is probably about 15 minutes away from Flint. And so then they did a whole demonstration where he out there on the Capitol steps doing haircuts and stuff. But, you know, like you had the state police. The, none of them us got gas. I guess that's what I'm trying right. to say. Right. None of us got rubber bullets shot at them. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure like none of these other states with these white nationalists popped up at the Capitals. Like none of them got tear gas, uh, rubber bullets, pepper spray, um flash grenades like none of them got that none of them got that treatment like they weren't showing up with tanks
0: <laughs> right so,
1: but but they popping up where we at you know
0: no i appreciate that um something i think about is um you know what movement looks like across the country right now people are doing um covid mutual aid um, they are doing bail funds across the country um, because they are mobilizing behind the fact that we all feel like the death of uh, the murder of Ahmad Aubrey, uh, the murder of George Floyd and the murder, the murder of Brianna Taylor, and so many countless others really, like although we trying to keep count it's unfortunate. Um, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, but I feel like that's my, that's my sibling. I feel like I understand. And so what do you think the disconnect is to the, the water crisis in Flint? Like, niggas is dying in Flint. Niggas yeah. cannot have clean drinking water, clean bathing water. I met a mom of two who checked into a hotel for one night. One night, just so her and her babies could take a bath,
2: she said, "We do this once a week."
1: Yeah, I mean, the water crisis still isn't over. You know, it's been. Uh, let me get the let me get the number because I my phone had died. Uh, two thousand two hundred forty days um, since the beginning of the water crisis, and you said how many days? Two thousand two hundred and forty.
0: That Flint doesn't so, have clean running water.
1: So that's like a little bit over six years. So um, April April, April 25th was the um, six-year anniversary, which was during the coronavirus, you know, during the pandemic. Well, we're still in a pandemic, but during, um, you know, like the crest of, you know, the shutdown and stuff. So it was... It was tough because, like here in Flint, we usually commemorate that, um, right. and we count the day since we we count like not the date that there was public acknowledgement of there was a water crisis and there was an issue with the water. We count the actual day of the switch to the Flint River, and we keep count of that. But yeah. I mean, it, it's it's tough. It, like really, instead of like. I would say like it's more of you know systemic racism and like how it shows up in your body as stress and you have like li- like a limited life expectancy right and you know like when you are dealing with I would say chronic illnesses that a lot of people are now dealing with or their illnesses they may have had illnesses that were exacerbated um like for instance like, I had asthma pre-water crisis,
2: okay, but it was
1: a my, it was mild asthma. Like, I could still be physically active and run and, and all of that stuff. And now I have severe asthma, like, in the course of... You think it's... Months. You believe
0: that it's gotten worse. You're aware that it's gotten oh, worse. Oh,
1: it's definitely gotten worse. <laughs> like, I'm on increased medication. I can't even climb a flight of stairs without, um, without being extremely winded. And, um, and a lot of people who did not have asthma, you know, as a result of the water crisis now have asthma, because even though, you know, like we had lead in our water, but we had other chemicals, there were also in our water and other bacteria that was in the water as well. Because, um, one of the first things that, you know, like that we were fighting against was, um, was E. coli.
0: Right, okay,
1: so we had a lot of boil water advisories immediately after the switch.
0: did I heard and that the boil the boiling of the water doesn't matter
1: no it doesn't it doesn't matter for lead, so it's like it could be very dangerous because lead is a heavy metal, um so boiling does not kill the lead, it does not evaporate the lead. it just basically concentrates the lead because that lead like once it's in there, it's in there, it has nowhere to go. The only way to remove the lead is through filtration um but what one of the things that people did get exposed to which was a uh, total total i can never i can never say this and i'm like stumbling now take no take <laughs> like, take T-T-H-M, all the time you need to tths total try i'm gonna mess it up i'm not even gonna bother. But anyway, when into- does it mean is the important into- thing. it's a chlor- it's a chlorination byproduct. Okay. So like all the, to kill the E. coli, you know, they dump chlorine into the water. And like and then the reaction of that on top of like, you know, like what's happening across the country, which is like, you know, like the United States, we got an infrastructure problem. And um and because of that, you know, like when you have total trihalomethanes, Ah, total trihalomethase in the I know it's a snap. Um, (laughs) in the water. Um, like when you boil it, like it's released into a steam, and then that has an adverse reaction on your lungs. So it's actually six times more deadly. Um, like if you're breathing it through steam. I just looked it up. That shit's wild. That shit's wild. People who like they like hot showers. You know, and you're like you got your hot shower, you washing your hair and all that stuff, and it's just like you breathing it in. You just breathing it in, you know. And then there you was know, a like woman legionella. she had
0: rashes all over. Are you saying is that what the Legionella is? She had no, like the,
1: the Legionella is not that. The Legionella is a bacteria, and like that can kill you. And I mean, people have died, you know, from okay. from Legionella. Um, yeah, because it's like a bacteria, like bacteria pneumonia. So when
0: I came to visit y'all It was a whole bunch of us We came as a coalition It was Black Lives Matter DC It was BLM Louisville It was um, Yanaza Lone Wolf It was BLM Cambridge It was so many of us all coming together A lot of indigenous folks Because they were trying to do A a benefit concert or whatever And I found that um, The information I As I understood it was that we were raising money for water water filtration systems, which is for folks who don't know, it's the thing that you screw on and it's got a filter, like a, a, a certain grade filter, like an industrial grade filter to kind of get all these toxins out um, and the bacteria strain them out. Um, but you were telling me when you and I sat and talked that it was about more than that because people are being penalized for not paying the bill on top of, you know? And I think we try to like strategize. I don't know why we lost touch on that. So that's my fault probably because I'm just an asshole. But what, what are some like concrete steps that folks can take um, to rally around y'all? Because it's not about creating new things. It, it's not about sending water. It's not about none of that. I mean, maybe that's helpful to y'all. I don't know. But what is some concrete things that organizers are asking for right now?
1: Well, I mean, like we've always been advocating for systemic systemic change, which, you know, like one of the, you know, on top of like, you know, like we lost our democracy through a racist policy called the Emergency Manager Law that was only implemented in majority Black cities in Michigan,
2: right. and
1: that's the reason why we had a water crisis. Because if we had self determination in our community, we would have never chosen. um to draw from the Flint River. And if we did, we would have made sure that there was the equipment and investment in place so, um, so our community would have been healthy in the first place and safe. But, um, you know, like we're advocating for, I will say a bunch of different things. Um, one is like we wanna make sure, you know, like at the state and the federal level that water is a human right. United States is one of few countries that did not sign on to the UN declaration to make water as a human right. They're not signing and on to water... shit the UN has oh, no, been no, telling no, them. No, <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've been like, they've been not doing that. But, um, you know, like the United States is one of the few countries in the world where your water could be shut off due to the inability to pay.
2: Right. And, you know,
1: like water is life. Water is life giving. You cannot live without water. And on top of, like, in, it's so crazy because, like, opponents always want to see it in the terms of economics, and this is really in the terms of, like, health, through the lens of health in our lives, because if you don't have running water, you know, like, you're susceptible to a lot of diseases. Right now, COVID, you know? Right. Um, hepatitis. Because he need he he to, to wash their hands. Life. Yeah, hepatitis, you know, like... And you and you can't you can't wash your hands after you take a shit you know like you're spreading it around there there you go feces you got everything so um so it's like and the crazy part is like the reason why we do have public health in the United States is because of fucking water and illnesses and waterborne illnesses like cholera and uh dysentery and all that shit that all the stuff that like we not drinking clean water like, all the stuff that, like, can happen to a community, and, um, so we've been, like, advocating for, like, you know, like, actual infrastructure, because Flint is still not safe, and even though, like, we got, like, service line replacement, like, we still, like, the water mains are still fucked up, like, there is no money, or a big, like, buckets of money raining down on the city of Flint that they can replace all of the interior plumbing in their home, because all that right. shit got compromised. Um, through the water. Because now,
0: now the plumbing system needs to be fixed because of the corrosion from the lead and all these things in the pipes.
1: Yeah. And, and just because of just like other racism, (laughs) because of other racism, you know, like you don't have equity in your home or you can't get a loan or any of this stuff for people to try to like do it on their own, you know?
0: Do you think that there's a kickback for the plumbers? I don't know. I got this weird vibe when I was like, I don't know. Am I being Um, gossipy? I just feel like I got this weird vibe. Like when we were down there, like I was like, damn, y'all can't cut a deal or nothing. Like, you know, we're trying to like get a lot. These things are expensive. I think that Mm -hmm. we had, um, we were doing a concert, you know, and we were trying to, I think one of the sound systems didn't get delivered on time or something like that. And people were, like, mad, right? And I, I don't know if you remember this. People were big mad. Did you come to the concert? I did come to the concert. But so there was so much drama. People were big mad. I do
1: remember that there was drama. And I was like, I'm not going to be part of that drama. Like, I'm but it was mostly
0: because we're giving a concert as a benefit and we were live streaming it. And Black Lives Matter decided that we were not... This is, that was my white girl voice that just came on we were not uh we were not going to spend three thousand dollars on renting a, a sound system at the last minute so we just did the live concert live like without sound and just whoever was going to hear it was going to hear it um which is unfortunate but it was fortunate because we did use that three thousand dollars to buy more water water filtration systems but i just felt like i was so mad because i felt like it wasn't enough like you know what i'm saying i felt like even the fundraising that we did like on the ground while we were there, like trying to get people, it wasn't enough. Like, you know, what, what, what would it look like to have clean running water in Flint right now? Well, who's got to do it? Well, right now, I mean, the federal government is printing all
1: the money, you know? So, (laughs) so I mean, it really needs to be with at at the federal level because they're the ones that like can like, unlock un- unlock the chest and like make them make make it rain, you know, like in Flint and Chicago and all these other communities because one of the things that I learned like like as as someone who wasn't really like, you know, kind of doing EJ stuff in the like through a gentrification lens. Okay. <laughs> environmental justice, which is EJ like I mean I EJ, was about to ask you I was justice, like explain not it to the economic, not economic justice, you know. So <laughs> As far as like environmental justice, and I did environmental justice with other stuff, but environmental justice is basically the response to environmental racism. Mm.
2: So
1: like when you look, when you look at, um, you know, like where you live and the toxins that are around you, as far as like your like using like the public health framework, the social determinants of health, which is like all of these different things that impact health so the world health organization says health is more than the absence of disease um so like thinking of like your health of your community think through the lens of like the built environment so like where are the expressways mm-hmm. and think of where, where where black people live you're living right. next to a refinery or right. some big huge factory that's fueling toxins like are you living next to an expressway or like some you know high-speed highway like you living next to a cemetery or a gas station or a dry cleaners, and all of those things.
0: The dry cleaner, big bigly.
1: Yeah. So like, just as as just some quick examples, but all of those things, you know, have you know like have have or incinerator, you know, and all of those things, um, you know, impact you. So when you have an incinerator is burning like we don't know what the fuck. And you like it may be next to elementary school, and then you're thinking of like, you know, like as a child I grew up with asthma, but I had no idea until like I was an adult that where I grew up was right next to a fucking incinerator that was burning. Like blood.
0: when you say and incinerator, I, you mean like dead bodies went into it?
1: No, so it's basically Nigga, they, like this, this, So an incinerator is just like so incinerator is just a big facility that burns shit so it can burn garbage it can burn just like you know like when they tearing down houses and the wood and shit and they go on they they burn in that tires
0: wow and just
1: thinking about like all of the all of the chemicals that are like in that stuff and like how so this is this why folks get
0: so upset when like the city is like, we're building a water plant <laughs> near these neighborhoods because of the toxins that would come from the production of these yeah, plants.
1: Yeah, because it's just like, you know, like where you have like maybe like a water a water plant or a sewage treatment plant, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, they're using chemicals. How are they storing those chemicals? Is it in a place that is just like kind of like this open space? And then like what happens like if there's a storm and then that stuff overflows and then it goes into, you know, like what they call the groundwater, <laughs> which is basically, you know, it gets up here and then it settles in. It settles down, seeps on down. So like if you have a if you have like a well, you know, like if you're on well water, right? You know, all the stuff, all the contamination,
0: stuff
1: you, all the stuff that's around you, like if it's heavy when it when it rains, it's gonna sink to the ground and eventually seep on down to where your water is and then you're drinking it, you know. So I feel like or, growing up. <laughs> or, you know, like, you know, you have a lot of treatment plants that are near rivers or sewage treatment plants that are near rivers. And then you're like, yo, like I'm over here, I'm over here, like I'm 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 fishing. Right. I'm fishing in the river and like a mile, a mile upstream, so (laughs) upstream. So that means that you're fishing downstream from that plant, Is a plant. And then they're just like, oh shit, something happened and we're discharging basically whatever the fuck, sewage, raw sewage into the river. And then it's all going down. (laughs) And then like, the fish that you you fishing is like all up in the- That's why catfish taste like that, I'm convinced.
0: (laughs) Now that you said or, it, that's why I can't just change You know, that
1: like then two miles down, like you got some kids like splashing in the like a shallow and they are splashing in it. So right. um, you know, like thinking about like environmental just like the environment like is like has a big impact. Especially, you know, like there was like a Harvard study that was released like in March that talked about particulate matter. So particulate matter is just like little pieces of shit you know <laughs> So, and it's just bas- it's basically like if you live in near a place that's like spewing shit so like the dust and shit like if you like you live next to an expressway and you see big ass semi trucks going back and forth so it's like so that's diesel emissions that now you breathe in because that shit just Mm. blows and it don't just blow one way thank you for
0: letting me know i need to move because i live on a highway (laughs)
1: like you know so you know just like stuff like that so um you know like if you're just like or you live next to a you live near a factory and then it's some days where you be coughing you know like you're that the coughing is like your body saying like there's something here that shouldn't be up in here so So like the study basically said like you know like if you're if you're basically like in these areas like you have a higher rate like if you get the virus to die that you're gonna die right
0: okay.
2: you know?
1: and so like and that's the manifesting every you know like when you see like you know like there's some shit near a school and you got like half the school kids on you know on inhalers right then you know that that's like an environmental justice issue if you're seeing like big ass billowing smokestacks from an oil refinery and then there's only like uh you know like immigrants is living over there right um, they you know like that's and they're, they're also there. disproportionately affected yeah so um it's not like so not flint but like detroit so there's an area called southwest detroit which is um you know historically like um, the mexican americans like live there undocumented and undocumented like spanish-speaking population live down there and um, you have, like, many immigrants and just, like, it's just, like, a mixed uh, right. ethnicity neighborhood. But it's, like, the most polluted zip code in, in, in Michigan. Oh, wow. And it's, like, you know, like, there's a marathon refinery and then a steel mill and then some other shit that's, like, all around, like, within, you know, like, one square mile. And so, you know, and that shit is, like, how racism shows up so you have folks that you know folks were like they're like long before I've been doing the work you know like elders in the in the environmental justice movement like Dr. Wright and Robert Bullard who you know did like toxic waste and race like back in the 80s and it's like we're still talking about it you know so um so just like knowing that you know and they were doing work on like Cancer Alley where you had like all these areas like in the south where you know they had cancer like when you're seeing like that that's that's like an indicator of like the
0: aaron brockovich movie <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so it's just like a lot of stuff like that so you know majority is like you know it's always poor people it's not ours, it's always there's like right. yeah. always is always poor people
0: Like, why do you I'm think sure. that why do you think that flint michigan hasn't gotten a movie because it's black folks right i mean it's been it's been six years i mean you just gave me the number i would say like there was a lifetime movie nobody watches that lifetime
1: shit jill scott played me (laughs) (laughs) i hate it here (laughs) well um i mean i mean yeah it was like poor Poor black people, right? Know. Poor ma- majority black population. Even though I would say all, all the activists, you know, like outside of like maybe two or three, were women, majority black. You know, we had we had white women too, but <laughs> they were there. They were there as well. Like, you was had like Nancy Pelosi.
0: Good. Did did How she come? With, did Nancy Pelosi come with her kente cloth?
1: No, she didn't. She didn't come with the uh with the arms that she didn't I feel like it was like get. sounds
0: of Blackness was playing when they got together. You know
1: what? Like. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm not sure the Congressional Black Caucus is just being extra petty. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, you look good, you know? like <laughs> <laughs> But then I'm like, but then I'm like, yo, because then, you know, some people was just like, well, they wear a kente. I'm like, well, obviously, like, we already know that, you know, there's a lot of black people that don't know the meaning of kente. Club. <laughs> so how could they, how could they like express that? And say, right. oh, there's some, you know, like there are meanings to the color. <laughs> right, right. And. But no, that was, I was like, what kind of performative nonsense is that shit? Because that was just, like, the most, and then, like, they were like, read the legislation. And I was like, that legislation is, like, worth toilet, like, is is less than toilet paper. I'm like, what they should have been doing is, like, taking those, taking those damn planes and dropping some damn off because I'm still on that shit. (laughs) You know? You know, like, they would have done more for all communities. They dropped some Lysol. Like, we get in the National Guard, and we drop a Lysol in y'all areas. So y'all can get... Right, yeah. right. You know? <laughs> right. And y'all here protesting. Like, I would have liked some Lysol more than that, That those bills, because that was some bullshit. I want to
0: ask you, like, what is, like, the worst kind of, like, emotional racism that you feel like residents in Flint face, or you face, like, because uh, you're also a resident of Flint. Um, I'll give an example. I'm part of this group uh, local to my community called Helens of Troy, and these white women think that they are the stalworth of anti-racism and that they are nice white ladies, and it's just very interesting. And so this woman made a post this woman made a post about the fireworks so you know what time of year it is like as soon as niggas get fireworks in their hands plus we an uprising like you know what i'm saying plus like niggas can't talk to each other as a pandemic like this it is it has been more fireworks than i have ever heard in my life during this time of year right and so she makes a post about it and she's like does anybody want to get together and figure out what we're going to do about the fireworks and i'm like what are you gonna do, Karen? Call the cops. Like, I was like, you already know what happens. Like, if you're in this group, you already know what happens when police officers get involved with black youth, right? With black men, with black women, with black children. I was like, so what does it look like for you to just ignore it? It's, go, it's a season of your life. Like, she's like, my dog, my dog is barking. Like, yo, I swear white women are just. I can't. So
1: it, to me, I always look look at somebody's side eyes when they prioritize animals over human life. And it's not like I'm out here abusing animals. Like I don't even own an animal. But <laughs> but then I'm just like, you know, and that's like the whole thing. They like, is just some kind of way about being a vegan too, where it's just like, like y'all don't care about black people just being laid out in the street. And Peter just sending me some shit about like. You know, I don't know, like Gucci. As Peter or sent the Black Lives
0: Matter? Has Peter sent out the Black Lives Matter email that Bath and Body Works is sending out?
1: Oh, I have no idea. I actually muted them, so <laughs> because I'm like, I can't even with y'all, because y'all out there throwing like fake blood on celebrities who they right. wear wearing that stuff, and then it's like all your stuff like extra white anyway, and you just out there, you know, shaming folks right you know, food can we
0: talk about uh, for their food choices so that's what I was going to ask you you said you was a black vegan and when you told me that off camera I was like eh. so most <laughs> most black vegans that I have encountered have been super super classist um it's like how do you strike the balance of still being a hood bitch and like I don't eat meat niggas like you know what I'm saying like <laughs> like how can you how can you do both because it yeah. can't be done
1: yeah, because like I mean, just really like just looking at our food system in the United States anyway is like super subsidized by the government. Right. Um right.
0: <laughs> and um I was drinking the air out of this glass and you didn't even say nothing. You were just like
1: that's <laughs> because I'm like, well, you just making some stuff up, you know, like you're magical. <laughs> so I'm just like, if you can if you can if you can condense. <laughs> I'm like okay. That's what I, I hate, hate you. That's what <laughs> <laughs> like. You root for everybody black. It's like you know what. You like, know what. Let that bitch trust. do what it's they do. It's, yeah. It's like you don't do that. It's like you just accept it. You know. Right. But right. um, but like I'm I, so I have a friend who who was vegan before I was vegan. Okay. You know? She she's like an amazing person. Her name is Angela Stamp, and she's black. Um, not saying like and she's black, but. Yeah, she or <laughs> and she black, whatever. she's black, and she black, and she has like she, you know, she does like a bicycle program here in Flint, where she, you know, does physical activity with like young people. And I was, she's not doing it this year, but like last year, you know, like she would like they would like give you know like a bike and stuff. But like on top of like healthy eating and making healthier choices. Okay. Because on one hand, you know, the classes thing would be like, well, you know, like you're either paying for it now or later. You know, you're paying right, right. for later with your health and like yourself. But I mean, there are ways because like I was on food stamps and was able to and I was vegetarian, you know, so there you, like you're not gonna be like the whole like yeah, if you do like I'm gonna do the whole meat substitutes with the boca burgers and that bullshit, which basically that's basically like eating like like lean cuisines, like it's high in salt and it's not you like, don't have
0: good. to attack people who eat lean
1: cuisines well i'm just saying like there are like if you have it like for the same price for portions you know like there are other things like you can just do beans and rice all day and okay. you know, economical and <laughs> great so i mean like i'll say like if you eat actual vegetables you know e- e- vegetables and healthy grains it is cheaper you know especially like if you you know is able to like, I don't know, like, a Save-A-Lot or all these, or, or, I mean, like, shit, I shop at Save-A-Lot and all these, you know? I'm really happy
0: to hear this. You got a quarter with you every single time you go somewhere, I feel <laughs> Hell it.
1: yeah! Hell yeah! I'm about the like, I, I wish I had my, my keys with me. I'll, I'll show it real quick, but, um, but, like, looking at the places, and then some of the stuff is, like, you know, because I had did, like, all the, all the random-ass shit, like, uh, like, eat within a hundred miles or like okay. I'm only shopping- Are there food deserts
0: miles. where you live?
1: Yeah, so let's talk about food deserts.
0: <laughs> I mean, so, let's talk about so, them. So, Yes,
1: so food deserts is a USDA classification um that denotes uh, and and i used to do like i did a lot of food justice work in the past i've done like, okay. a lot of shit in the past you're like so, so that's <laughs> why you need
0: to update your motherfucking bio like i told you because they it's not nothing about so, your food justice
1: so like so like food deserts are uh full service chain grocery stores so like a walmart or a kroger okay so so very rarely are there places that isn't like that that like under that so like yeah like because flint doesn't have a walmart or a kroger
0: y'all like, sure enough don't we yeah. was like trying to figure out <laughs> but, where the fuck we could buy shit from and we was in a family dollar but okay. but, but
1: but thinking about places that actually sell food i mean like we have some small scale grocery stores because like you know like the that you that the usd like that's just racist you know right, i'm just gonna say it just like that because like you know like you know, like Flint has like several small scale grocery stores
0: mm-hmm. where
1: it may not have a fucking bakery, but you know, like you can get all the meat that you want, you know, and the type of meat that you want. Like you can get frozen Crowder peas, you know, right? <laughs> you right. get frozen Crowder peas, like you can get kale and collards and 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 field peas and all that and, and snaps and peas. So, and you know, like there's a place sell rabbit,
0: right? And Oxtails right. and all that stuff. Yeah. Before you were vegan, mm-hmm. did you eat rabbit? I ate it
1: once. <laughs> I ate rabbit once.
0: <laughs> Who are you, <laughs> So there's this place that's like as a current place. vegan. I am very anti-rabbit eating. <laughs> oh, well, I I don't do
1: like for me like my veganism is more political okay. with a lot of stuff a lot of choices that i make is like political because
0: it is i'm gonna stop fucking with you i did hear that yeah. someone said that um you can't be totally um anti-oppression if you eat animals and so i think it was dick gregory i don't want to misquote mm-hmm. but i've been thinking about that quote for a long time like yeah. you know and, right.
1: it's, and, and it's not like the animals itself, it's how they're raised. It's not just like it's a cow, you know, but it's like how the cows are raised, like the chemicals that those cows are exposed to, like when you go to the slaughterhouses, you know, like that's basically, you know, a lot of them like, uh, like housed by undocumented workers who are being exploited. Right. right. So right. like by eating meat, you are basically buying into this oppressive system. I get what you're saying um, now, but um, just when like you say the, it's the factory you know, like the factory farming and all that stuff. And if you wanna just like live your life based on like non exploitation. Because I mean, like if you're if you like look at it through that lens, like you're gonna have to interrogate, you know, buying shit from Fashion Nova and H and M and all the other stuff and whatever they call it, fast fashion and like because like once you peel that shit back, it's just like knowing that like we are like our lives are tied to like so much exploitation and tied to like systemic oppression because the reasons why, you know, Mm -hmm. those facilities are over in some of these countries is because there are no workers rights. And they're able to abuse people. And it's like, if we're like anti-abuse, you know, at some point, like there's gonna have to be
0: a conversation. (laughs) At some some point. (laughs) At some point, it don't gotta happen today. But <laughs> so part of the conversation that I want to have with you, come I'm going to switch gears for a second, um, usually I go back and forth between peanut butter and fluff or whatever, but we're just going to make a fluff and utter. So I heard you say that you caught two TVs at the Walmart. What the fuck are you watching on these TVs for a bitch who don't watch TV? I ain't watching the shit. They steal the goddamn box. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they steal the box. And that was like a whole because it's like one of my friends because like before this whole pandemic I've been making all types of choices. have make all I'm types making, of
0: choices.
1: Yeah, because I'm like I don't even shop at Walmart. but I mean, they're exploiting people, you know. What I'm, like? <laughs> I'm like, damn it, now I'm at fucking Walmart. Buy two goddamn right.
0: TVs. So can you send me a TV? <laughs> My base, my base on my big screen. My big screen was donated to me from a white family that I know and love. It's it's Mm -hmm. very rare that I would ever say that I love, but I know and love them. And the base cracked in the second move, like. And in order to replace the base, I might as well just buy a new TV. Like it's like two hundred seventy-eight dollars just to replace the base of the TV. Like I was like, you
1: like I like my friend bought a fifty-five inch TV for three
0: hundred dollars. Oh, I got a 40 inch. That's it, that's all I got.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so I got I got I got a I got a forty inch for like for uh I wanna say 170. That's what I was like to get away TV. 170 I got a dollars. One and I'm, a 32
0: inch. Listen, I'm gonna have to cross the picket line. <laughs> 172. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's because like that's because they was slashing all that stuff because like people was afraid they wouldn't go have no job, you know? So they was like, we got to try and make, we got to try and make it rain.
0: Right. Thank you so much for that. I want to talk to you about love in the time of Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggle with love. I really do. I think it's my Aquarius and Venus. I think it's Venus in retrograde. I think I'm oh, an my asshole. Damn. I think, I think it's all the things. I think it's like me being polyamorous. And me running into people that just want to be monogamous with me all the time. I think it's people not accepting me from where I'm at. I think I don't accept people for where they're at. It's a whole bunch of shit. You don't have to snap while I'm interviewing. Wow. Just feel dragged by the people in the room. So, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, what does love look for you? Like, what does Black love look for you? Uh, Look, I'm slurring my words. What does Black love (laughs) look (laughs) like for you?
1: I know and like Bitch, you I'm didn't a- even correct me you could have <laughs>
0: helped me you could have read and rainbowed me no what does it look like for you
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know like i'm asexual and um so, this is
0: amazing can we mark down the calendar that we've had an ace person here yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah so
1: um and for me, like, it's more emotional. Like, it's not physical. It's, like, emotional for me, you know? Emotional connections. Okay. And, you know, like, I have a, I have a partner and we haven't seen each other face-to-face since February. I want to say, like, probably about February 14th or so. Okay. And, you know, like, even though, like, we do, like, Google Duo and stuff, like, it's, You know sometimes you want to see people face to face (laughs) right and it's like not it's not like that because also you know they live like a hundred miles away from me so it's
0: so you can do long distance relationships because for you it's about the emotional connection you have with the person yeah i mean like you talk every
1: day so it's like and because for me it's like I'm not trying to do a whole lot because I travel a lot. Well, before, before the shutdown, right? Okay. <laughs> right.
2: But it's
1: just like you know, you just have like the connection, committed connections. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't do the polyamory mostly because I can't keep track of people. I I can't remember new people. I have a chart. You know, you got a chart. I have a chart. <laughs> so right. I'm like, I can't even remember new people. And like I, I could see somebody. It was somebody I was at a, I was at a demonstration today with like that was organized by young people.
0: And then you were telling a, me that the youth had organized a, a demonstration.
1: Yeah, like protest. it was like super it was like super cool. Yeah, it was a BLM protest. And it was um, you know, like it was like some students from like high school, uh Carmen Ainsworth, uh, which is not located in the city, but because of our stuff, like a lot of black uh a lot of a lot of Flint kids attend that attend that high school, and you know like it was like some of the teachers that were there that like assisted them with the organizing and it was like a march and a protest, and they had chalk and water and like masks, and it was like super cool it was just like super exciting and they spoke um they had a chance to speak and do some education. It was mostly like younger people and okay. you know some of the kids who I graduated this year. Showed up with a cap and gown, and I mean, it was like super, super cool. But it was like a couple of people who I ain't seen in a minute. They're like, "Hi, Miss Mayer!" I'm like, "They were, they were your you hi, like, hi." <laughs> 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 and I'm like,
2: "Hi, I can't remember your name." <laughs> <laughs>
0: were some of them your youth I feel like you were saying that you might have mentored a few of them and you were like having this proud like moment
1: yeah it was so cool because I remember one of the organizers I remember like when I first met her like she had came with her aunt to a city council meeting and she was upset by the behavior of the council and she just like got up and read them okay and then I was like she was like and I'm 13 and I was like yes i want to get to know you <laughs> <laughs> and so i chased him down was like hey right, right right hey let's talk like what are you doing you know so i mean it was like super cool i mean it's always cool you know seeing young organizers because i'm like you know like i'm starting to feel my age you know like you know organizing years was like more than dog years because a whole life is like a whole life can happen i'm like just thinking about like just thinking about like you know i've been thinking over the last few weeks of like all the things that i've organized in all of the years and all of the crises and all of this stuff and that stuff is stressful i'm surprised i had an architect you know (laughs) because it's a whole lot but um but it's like really cool because you know like for movements to be sustained you know like you need new people right so don't, don't get burnt out because really before the water crisis like i was getting burnt out and i was like fuck this shit i'm about to like open up a bakery and i'm about you to bake, babe, bitch i mean yes i am a wonderful
0: <laughs> i'll say in another life i'll be a pastry chef <laughs> like you still got it in you why not you got you could host That's- community meetings you know like in, in the front where like the seating arrangement is you'd be like it's closed but it, we rent this space out for free to community organizers
1: because i was i was actually like thinking like you know like i was gonna open up a bakery and then have just a cooperative space so oh, shit. you know we could do bacon and just like learning people can learn how to do shit like canning you know because can like that's just uh, that's just expensive to get into but it was like Why if you have you the equipment like you could just go in there and just can yourself you know mm, can right. you shit yourself or you know like just like learning like food prep because mm. my, dad, my mm. dad was always like when the revolution he was mm. like my dad was like one of those when the revolution comes okay. right <laughs> as someone who who did like movement work in the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. yeah, it was just like like when the revolution comes, you know, so just like, you know, growing up with like learning to be like, so like really like self-sufficiency and like defense and defense as far as like, um, not just like, you know, like having guns, which we did have guns in our house, but, um, but just like, you know, like knowing how to like, sew and knowing how to like cook your own food and grow your own food and
2: somewhere you, garden. Like
1: you get lost to forage for food. Oh uh, so, garden hell no garden like that is not my talent like I cannot <laughs> bitch I it it's just a hell no I don't garden <laughs> oh nah like I'm brown and I kill everything I touch <laughs> but I could cook the hell out of something you know like I could cook the hell out of some greens like I could freeze some greens um I don't want but but I just like wanna. knowing that, like that's like a way for people to save money when like buying a bunch of shit when it's on sale and then like right.
0: saving it. Like it's a way to kind of save money
1: too, so you can be better on your
0: budget. I don't wanna glaze over the ace conversation. Something I wanna ask you is um there's actually four people I've asked to be on the show and they just you know, I get it. It's, Some niggas can't come on the show because they just feel like it's too much Like right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, Mm -hmm. I did reach out to a neglected group of people and I'm getting folks as they're able to, you know? Um, What do you think you would want people to know about you as an asexual person? And then what are the misconceptions about asexuality that like, annoy your soul? Alright, so... Alright, so...
1: You gotta... But just, like, we're just, like, you know, like, I ain't speaking for every asexual everywhere. I ain't speaking for every black asexual everywhere. You know, I'm just speaking from, like, my own experience. Yeah,
0: your you own know? stuff. I
1: remember, like, when I had told my parents that I was like, 18, I was like, I'm asexual. And that. Like, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was, that was, like, you know, like, tough and i would just say like Can you I know even though like it's something i always felt it was just something i always felt you know and just like um but i would say like now you know as i'm older and basically at the point where like i just don't give a fuck you know right. like i'm just like naira like you don't have to just refer to me as um you know like I'm Naira asexual gender not conforming and there you go you know <laughs> and and that's where I'm at in my life right now and how and how I feel about that um I would just say like dating um is always interesting and it always like kind of breaks down with physical intimacy where that's where it always ends like even though, like, you basically say, this is who I am at the very beginning, it's, like, nah, you know, like, that's that's always, you know, ends up being, like, the... the Eventually, it always ends up being, like, the deer breaker, you know, like, the person that I'm dating now is... And it hasn't really been... It's, it's kind of, like, been over this hump, which, for me, October is always the breakup month. <laughs>
0: it's always been my breakup
1: month it's It's always been i like to snuggle on my own no it's always been the month of october like there hasn't been anything outside of the month of october and there's always been like the person always cheats on me and then i just find out like some other way like it never comes from them and i'm just (laughs) like so after that, I was like, I'm not even, like, so I had went to
0: like, 10 years. I was like, I ain't even dating nobody. Like, fuck Right. Like, I was going to ask you, did you take some time for yourself? Because when I be feeling like, this shit is not going my way. I took six months. Bitch, you said 10 years. I took six months, and I was like, I'm on a sabbatical. Um, uh, yeah, I came out guess... of the sabbatical, and I'm just like, I'm going back on. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. And I was just like, I just did 10 years. I was like, what else, you know? So... And so then, you know, it will, you know, like this relationship, I was like, so once again, I'm going to say, this is who I am. Right. <laughs> right. And the, this person so far has accepted that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> a whole cancer energy
0: right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh,
1: I, because, you know, I remember I had one relationship where I basically, and I had did work as a racial justice facility.
0: It's so fun doing this work.
1: Oh man, it's so funny now because like it went from like racial sensitivity to like cultural competency. I don't even call and it diversity that. And inclusion. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, call it none of that. To, like, I'm like, y'all have to be aware and acknowledge. It's
0: cultural <laughs> acknowledgement. That's what it's called. So
1: and then the shit's crazy. But I just remember like this one relationship, like it was a conflict. And then I was like, all right, I am going to, so we had came up with group agreements on how we we're going to resolve that conflict and we signed it. And then I hung out. up <laughs> in the living room.
0: <laughs> you're like, this is just, this is and our then, stuff. And
1: then I was just like, number three,
0: <laughs> you're violating number three. So boundaries are important to you. Um, this, the second to last question I have for you is about boundaries. And it's like, you know, I think about your work with Flint Uprising, right, and how that's a coalition building. And you may not necessarily speak on behalf of a person who's part of that, but just you have over 10 years of organizing outside of Flint Uprising. like Flint Rising. Flint Rising, not, thank you.
1: It's not Flint Uprising. We should have probably said that. Like, If you would have started just, with I
0: that, think. you might be further along. Like,
1: that, you know that how white people feel out.
0: about fucking up they shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know who Flint Uprising is. but So with Flint Rising, excuse me, like, you know, you do coalition building, like, it's a, just a group of orgs and individuals working together to do this work um knowing what you know about your own personal boundaries i mean bitch you had a fucking declaration of your your relationship and who and your boundaries in your living room right and so when you come to coalition work with other organizers um especially during the time of pandemic especially dur- during the time of this uprising which y'all should be named anyways i mean just just have a meeting tell them to you delgado said consider it i mean you know <laughs> so like What does it look like to have true coalition building? What are pros and what are cons? And like, can it really happen like effectively?
1: Well, I mean, I've had a lot of negative experiences. So I guess I'll talk about a couple of those where you had, you know, the the power dynamics that, you know, like there's always group dynamics, but you know, like there's a difference between kind of like, you know, turf beef and then just, like, you know, be from harm. So, like, having, right. um, you know, like, some organizations that are, like, fucking racist and, like, want to do, like, paternalistic bullshit and just really trying to, like, extract from you, you know, like, they're, they're not good partners, so stop partnering with them. <laughs> just stop right. it. You know, like, all money isn't good money. And that was, like, you know, one of the things, like, with Flint Rising, like, it was, like, some stuff where we were just, like, we're not going to partner with you and we're not going to take your money because like this stuff, like if we're really trying to transform into a society, you know, like what could we do organizationally to kind of model what we want to see outside. Um, But um, I would say like, so far what's been a good example is like, so post pan, well not post pandemic, but post stay at home order. Okay. I can't wait till we get I was to post-pandemic. Like, really? But we're right <laughs> we right around we? we are not there because when we go into the grocery stores the people are wearing masks. I'm like, I don't even like the energy in this store. I'm not going to
0: I'm
1: going to leave. <laughs> but, um but what we're like Flynn Rising right now like we're part of a broader coalition called My COVID Community and okay. um and it was basically like what is a just response to the pe- Pandemic, so it was basically, you know, there was a website, um, you know, people could sign on to this platform that talked about like housing and have more on evictions and utility shutoffs, moratorium on utility shutoffs, not having right, utility right. shutoffs, right, right. <laughs> right, like education and that stuff, like kind of came together, you know, like basically within like four or five days, and you had like, you know, a hundred organizations and individuals signed on and then, you know, creating a structure and building structure about that. And, you know, like we had did like basically a week of action after that bullshit that happened in the Capitol with the AR-15s. AR- and, you know, as far as like, you know, what makes good coalition partners is having deep trust in each other right because if you are building so you have to build trust trust isn't just like automatically given and uh, it's like how are you showing up like in these communities like are you coming in as extractive like and I've been part of those programs where it's just like all right we gotta get 20,000 <laughs> voters and it's all about like these numbers to get the cash and it's not any thought about like what happens to these communities after this money is spent and you know like to to see transformation is like more than just like a program you know this is like deep partnership and walking alongside with or following you know like it's not like you're leading the community you're either walking alongside with or you're following what the community wants And you're trying to build out and make their dreams come true because the community already know what they want and they already know what's needed to make their lives more meaningful. And the issue is, is that you have like a lot of white paternalistic folks who are coming in and wanna be saviors. And just like, this is what we think you need or this is what we know you need and Mm -hmm. like, Motherfuck like motherfuckers don't want that shit you know like we had that shit come in like for flint where it was just like well we need to have like what you need right now is for people to like to be eating healthy right and it's just like motherfuckers can't even wash their damn hands and flush the toilet like we right, need to work right. on that like right, i was right. not like marching in the streets so somebody could do uh like how to cut a carrot with a plastic fork a plastic what? fork and knife at uh, like at a children's center, like that's not what I was marching in the street for. Like I was risking arrest for people to have clean water, so they can wash their hands, flush the toilet, wash their hair. Right, right. So um, and 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 a lot of that stuff, you know, like really being open, you know, like even though like you know I I live in Flint, but just knowing that like the privilege that I now exert of being like head of an organization. And that is like, you know, like some privilege. And But I got a crew of folks who like, who will check me. And being open to be checked, you know, like you are not above like critique, you know. And and just having like just this openness and like that's how you build authenticity. But I
0: wanna I wanna add a qualifier. Are you saying you're not above critique, but as long as it's from people in your community? Because I think a lot of people like to critique, right? And they're not. They don't know the work you're doing. They they just like the nigga from belly, like you know what I'm saying? Black nigga on the couch, like and he was just like you know he could have been out yeah. there getting money well, with everyone else but he felt some type of way and so he was just he set people up like you know what i'm saying like
1: yeah. how well, do i'm we accountable deal with to that? my i mean i'm accountable to my community like i live in flint i'm accountable to flint like i'm not accountable to people in louisiana like i don't know the louisiana experience you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm saying to you <laughs> yeah that's all i'm saying yeah
1: like it's just like you know like what i when i when i think about you know like and being like accountable like it, and it's not like necessarily like people in my circle but i'm just saying like just having kind of like that back and forth because there's people outside of my circle and like wants to come at me and i mean people come at me all the time you know right and sometimes it's just like well fuck you you know like like, you're not going to, like, make me, like, I, I'm not, I'm going to still sleep as well as I'm going to sleep without, like, you
0: deciding that you want to come at, at me, you know? Right. <laughs>
1: because- and we
0: talked about this offline, like, what about if there is a person who you've had beef with or have harm happen, whether it's you did it or they did it, and then they come to you and they're like, let's work together because the moment is bigger than us, whatever. It's like, are you required to?
1: Well, I, I would say that that depends on the type of harm and how people feel about it. So if I'm still feeling some type of way, how Naira works, is how Naira who, works. and how Naira works as someone who, you know, has practiced a lot of like the racial justice stuff and like around conflict and resolving conflict is like, I can't be in this space until we resolve this. Right. Or until it's addressed it doesn't necessarily have to be resolved, like, in its totality, but I'm going to actually say something, and I'm going to listen to your response, even if it's just, like, I needed to get this off my chest for me to move forward, like, I'm not going to sit here and be silent, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, harm perpetuates when you are silent, so, you know, like, so, so I do that, but then if it's, like, but but then you have, like, folks who are just, like, habitual line steppers and who be, like, creeping all up in their missions because there's money on the table or they're trying to clout chase. And so, like, those organizations or people just need to be called all the way to fuck out and just be continue to be called out on a regular basis. And if I had I all the and, like, independently wealthy, like, I would be, like, following them around with a boar horn, like, calling them a clout chaser. You know, like, because I'm just like real
0: petty. <laughs> like, I should have wore eyeliner today. I should have put on some makeup for this read. I don't know. Like I thank you, thank you. Because you know, I just I don't have the answer. You know, I allow for space for a lot of bullshit. I don't have the answer. I just know that like my feelings are valid, and I don't believe that. This one? I believe that you can put aside petty things if both people are in a praxis of actually working towards collective liberation, but I do not think that you could put aside petty things. If one of those individuals is for self, it's not really for the community. It's for this absorption that you're looking from the community. And it's like, I've run into that a lot. It's not just where I live now. It's, it's in other cities I've been in. I've literally, you know, like that that restorative justice headset is on and I'm listening to people and, and you know, my time in New Orleans, you know, helping and supporting other organizers. And they're like, "Nah, we're not working with, I'm like, those are actually the people who could help you because they already have the infrastructure. Why would you recreate the wheel just so your name could be at the top? Like, why, like. You know, you could you know, if you will have a critique about them, that's what that's valid. But you don't have a critique about them other than, you know, they're respectable or they're this yeah. or whatever. like, can you like just... Why are
1: you on TV and I'm not, then that's you know. I have to end the
0: conversation because I feel <laughs> I feel like that's I I feel like that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's and you know, people will say it's not about clout, it's about oh I I do the work and it's like if you do the work, then, then the recognition, if it does come, will come to you. But this is not a thankless, this is not a thankful job. Organize community, yeah. organizing. I've taken a break because I'm tired. I'm tired. Like, you should be taking constant breaks because, or you should be broken. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's got to be one or the other. You can't be like, well, I'm on top. 247 community organizer, and like you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, that's that's not a community organizer to me, that's a speaking figure, like, you know what I'm saying. So, but I appreciate like this conversation. I feel like we cover a lot of topics. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you were surprised that I didn't ask you, or is there something that you're working on a campaign or something and you're like, oh. shit? Don't let this uh, this broadcast end before I tell this bitch this. And then who would you like to see on the show?
1: Oh, wow. That is so, so many questions all added up into one. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think, like, this has been, like, so chill. And so, like, I just want to give gratitude to you, DD, for inviting you. me and, like, giving me the space to, like, just chit-chat and talk shit. And, like, I just wish that I had some tea. Um, <laughs> I have some tea, um, or, or something, some hot beverage, steamy beverage, right, right. so I can uh, sit back and and talk some more. I felt like I could do this all night.
0: It feels um, good, <laughs> you know. I that's why I do it. I sometimes i will be having anxiety about doing it. Like I don't, I want to throw up every single time. I'm like, it's a show. I got to do a show, but it's like. After talking initially with y'all, whether I know you or not, thank God, like, I've met you before, but, like, after talking with y'all, it makes me feel like this is the grounding. Like, this is the grounding, you know? So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say somebody that I would love for you to have on the show. Um, okay. A, a bomb water warrior in Detroit, uh, Mama Monica. Louis Patrick, and okay. she's the executive director and CEO of We the People of Detroit. Okay. And I can, I can, I would definitely, give, I will give you her, your, her, her, Like, I'm like,
0: okay. All right. I was like, yeah. do a letter yeah, introduction. I will,
1: I will do that. I will send that immediately after this, this show. Okay. Thank um, you. Thank like you. Like she, she would be amazing. Um, is it, is this like just all black people or are you doing...
0: It got to be some white people doing something. Like, and I'm saying, when I say doing something, I mean, like, I have to know that they have a track record of giving their money to black folks. Like, not that they just out here doing whatever and trying to get the accolades. They have to be really distributing their money back to black people. I've had two white people on the show and they was on the same show. Oh, I I didn't mean white people, but uh,
1: like Latinx and and Oh, I've had, I've had,
0: I've had one... I've had I've had one Latinx person. I've had one Afro Latinx person.
1: Okay. All right. I could do it. Yeah. I didn't I I I guess I forgot because I'm, <laughs> i I remember reading like when you launched this. Um, <laughs> I was like it's that's our it. stories. I know, I know, I didn't I didn't know like how okay, that's that's helpful. I, I may have a You're like, that's helpful. I may have I may have a couple of people that I'm not gonna say on air. Okay. <laughs> no, I appreciate but um, it. I I will give you their contact information as well. Um, I don't think I have anything else that I wish that you would have asked me. Um, okay. as far as like me personally, I know like Oregon is-
0: no, I just, I feel good because we don't plan the show. Like, you know yeah. what I'm Like, it's very few people that call me beforehand. When I say very few, your episode number 46, it's been very few people that call me beforehand be like, what are we going to talk about? Like, there's no planning. It's just us, like, being in community and, like, building that. And so I just, I want to say thank you because I have followed your work since, you know, I can't even shut her out at this point. I have followed your work since Leslie Mack was like, you need to connect with Naira Sharif, you know? And I was like like okay <laughs> like you know what I'm saying and we was in yeah. Flint and I was I told you straight jacket I was like I love the people that I'm working with here but I just I'm so I'm not sure that they're organizers and I wanted to connect with community niggas and we all went out to breakfast or lunch or I don't know what it was still to this day I had a hot dog like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, but I just wanted to say like I have been following you since 2017 and I just appreciate you and what you're doing so so much because i when i say think less work no one gives a funk about flint michigan like y'all do and i just want to say that the work you're doing is so amazing and so important that there's nothing you haven't put out that i haven't been like and we need to direct like you know what i'm saying so i will continue to do that to the best of my ability and if i'm not doing it pull my coat pull my coat Siv. just be All like right, cool
1: Um, I'm not sure where the HEROES Act is at the federal level, but, um, you know, like, in that particular bill, um, there is a moratorium, uh, like, on water shutoffs and utility and broadband, and so um, that's something that, you know, like, we're, you know, organizing with other organizations that deal, that, that are part of that work. Um in Michigan. Um, if for folks who are looking at this in Michigan, uh the water the more the more term of water shutoffs expires next week. Um and we are asking for folks to send emails to Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Um so
0: they can so that could be extended because we know if that you this could is send me over- the wording, I will okay. actually make it a post tomorrow from my page and get some folks on it. Yeah.
1: All right, cool, cool, cool. I got you, I got and, you.
0: And then also, if you live in Michigan. And, then also-, uh, like,
1: and also, uh, you know, like the MyCovid community uh, is a platform that, you know, like, if you want to be part of an authentic coalition, if you live in Michigan and you don't have to be a member of an organization, <laughs> an authentic uh, multi, you know, like bring the issues that you care about in a space that. Um organizing is happening because it's made up of a bunch of different organizations that do organizing work. um and you know, like there there's there's uh, committees around mutual aid cause you know right, like right. a lot of that's happening and tracking like all the fuckery that's happening at the state level, <laughs> which is right, probably happening in right. a bunch of states across the country. Uh, like the austerity that's coming and that's gonna be pitting us, you know that if we're not careful we'll pit us that's against trying. each other um when we know that like we're gonna be pitted against each other and then they're gonna give all the fucking money to the police so <laughs> so Whatever um, i
0: can do to help just let me know and i'll tag okay. other folks i know that live in michigan so all right all
1: right yeah i got so you that's all I, that's all i have um I, I, it doesn't look like you have any more beverage
0: are you still drinking air? <laughs> I, I'm still drinking air. This Please. is the second glass. <laughs> but I got to drive home. So I got to wait. I got to eat some more oh, spaghetti yeah. or whatever. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> thank you so much for spending this time with me. Can, I mean, you know, I know it's being recorded, so you could lie to kick it. It's fine. You don't have to lie. You could just be like, no, bitch, I don't know you and I don't like you. Can you and I keep in contact? Because I would like to... About? have like I mean, different yeah. kinds of friendships with people like you know what i'm saying like or work towards like getting to know different types Even of like people i feel like my circle's so small on purpose but
1: sometimes you need that like that's protective you know like you don't want you don't want like a, like everybody all up in your shit because that gets messy
0: Right, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So I hope that you yes, have a yes. Oh, listen, I was just gonna, I was just gonna move past like, the question. Mean that as a nah, no. nah, like, nah, nah, yes. nah, nigga, you cool, you cool, you cool, you cool, you cool, you cool. I'm like so, um, I meant it, but um, I hope that you have a, an amazing evening. I do hope you get some tea in your system because you deserve it. You need some self care, and like, I hope you engage in. All the things. I hope you masturbate. I hope. I hope everything happens well for you this evening. You know what I'm saying. So, um I hope that you have a good night. And thank you for yeah. being on this episode of the Full Set.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get off and do some embroidery.
0: Yeah, <laughs> come on, asexual. All right, bitch. Bye. <laughs>